Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What is up? Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I'm always excited to chat with you. And today is gonna be a little quick episode giving you tips about eating out. Because a lot of my clients, once they're starting to make lifestyle changes, they're like, oh my God, it's so hard eating out. I don't know what to get. I get anxiety over it because I don't want to ruin all the progress I've made. And I so understand that. I have been there before. So I'm gonna give you some tips around it. And then that's really it. I'm just gonna dive right in. So Here, first, I'm going to start with the easiest cuisines to eat out, especially if you're someone who is starting to reduce or remove dairy and you're maybe you're gluten-free. The easiest cuisines that I have found are Mexican, Spanish, Italian, and Asian. So, of course, with Mexican and Spanish food, you can get rice and beans, you can get veggie tacos, you can get guacamole, um, you could get all these things. I have so many options that are so suitable for someone who does not have dairy or gluten, and you might be like, oh, yeah, but there's cheese on the tacos and all this stuff. You can just ask, no cheese. Like, it's very easy to do that. If in the beginning, maybe it's more difficult for you because you're like, um, well, it's actually a little difficult because it's hard for me to give up dairy. And when I see it, I want to have it. When I first started giving up dairy, I did it slowly. So I didn't do it all at once because I used to have it literally every single meal I had cheese. So I would be like, okay, I'm just going to have it for dinner now. And then once I got used to that, I was like, all right, I'm just going to have it on the weekends. And then once I got used to that, I was like, all right, I'm just going to have it when I go out to dinner. And then once I started seeing like how amazing I felt without it and how shitty I felt once I did eat it, I was like, like, okay, forget this. It's totally not worth it for me anymore. And this isn't saying that every single person on the planet needs to give up dairy. However, I don't believe that dairy is something that any human should or needs to consume because it's loaded with hormones. It's not beneficial for us. But that's besides the point. If you feel fine having it once in a while, then have it once in a while. That's your own personal decision. But for me, uh, it is not worth it to me. So I got to that point where I was like, oh, it doesn't matter anymore for me. I I could be around it. So The point is, Mexican and Spanish restaurants are really, really conducive if you are someone who is not eating dairy and you're not having gluten because you can have the rice, the beans, the guac, the veggies, veggie tacos. They have corn tortillas, so it's super, super easy. So I would suggest those for sure. Um, Italian is also really easy now because so many people have gluten-free options. They even have gluten-free pizzas. You could get a lot of places even have vegan cheeses or what I used to do if they didn't have it, I would just get it without the cheese and get a ton of veggies on it. You could do, um, like I said, gluten-free crust. You could do gluten-free pasta. You could do a primavera with all these different veggies on it. Like It's very conducive. Um, You could get uh, lentil soup there, minestrone soup, things like that. So just start thinking about things in a different way. And if you're going to these types of um, cuisine places, like the Mexican, the Spanish, the Italian, just have a lot more options. If you, instead of going to like a bar where they just have bar food or an American restaurant where it's, you know, really 
really not conducive to not having dairy and not having gluten. So try your best to avoid those if this is something that you are working on. Um, and then Asian as well. You can get the vegetable sushis. They have the rice and veggies and all things like that. So those are the easiest cuisines that I have found. And when you are there... Always look to have some type of veggie in your meal. That's with any meal you have. Or you could even just at least start with a salad. And the reason for that is because if you are someone that does eat animal products, animal products don't have any fiber in them, which I've talked about this a ton before, but I'll just reiterate it. They don't have fiber, and fiber is what really feeds our gut microbiome. And our gut microbiome is the good and bad bacteria in our gut, which is connected to everything. It's connected to your brain. It's connected to your hormones. Um, We actually produce 90% of our serotonin in our gut. So it helps with anxiety. It's connected to anxiety. If you do have anxiety, it's connected to everything. Okay. So we want to make sure we're having a ton of fiber and we're improving our digestion at all, like as much as we can. So if you are going to have animal products when you're going out or whenever, definitely start with some type of a salad or some type of a veggie because that's going to coat your stomach with fiber. It's going to start your digestive process. It's going to make it easier for your body to digest the animal protein because you have all of that fiber out, straight out the gates, okay? And it fills you up, so it, it helps prevent overeating, which is very common when we eat out because the portion sizes that we have here in America, oh, I wonder why America is so obese. Maybe we should look at the portion sizes we give people. I used to be a waitress at an Italian restaurant. I literally sometimes couldn't hold the bowl of pasta with one hand because it felt like my wrist was gonna break off. Like, I am not even joking you. It was like probably at least a pound of pasta in every single, uh, probably more than that, in every single one. It was insane. But if it's in front of you, you're going to eat the whole thing, especially if you don't have anything first to coat your stomach. So uh, another tip with that, actually, so to try and prevent overeating is when they bring something out and if you're like, oh my God, this is so much and you know right away that you would normally never be able to eat something like that much, just be like, hey, can I get it to go tin? I'm just gonna put half of this in there right now because I know I'm not gonna be able to finish it because then you're like, oh, okay, it's not there, right? So it prevents you from actually overeating it because I know for me, if it's in front of me, I'm just gonna go right for it and eat it. And a lot of times I do finish the whole thing and I'm fine with it. You you know, go, you know, you do you. Like sometimes I totally do and I feel great. But sometimes I do and I'm like, wow, I definitely shouldn't have done that. Um, if you are eating just plant-based, it's it's a lot easier to have bigger portions because they're just so much lower in calories. But anyway, that was a side tip I wasn't even planning on talking about, but it just came up. So here we are. So what was I saying? Oh yeah. Having a veggie or salad first help with your digestion and look at the appetizers and the sides. That's where a lot of the veggie based stuff is. So sometimes I'll get like two appetizers or an appetizer and a side for my actual meal. And it is actually enough because like I said, the portion sizes are so huge. So look at the appetizers, look at the sides, see what you could do. And then lastly, do not be, well, actually not lastly, I have two more things coming. Don't be afraid to ask for accommodations. A lot of times people will get really timid. They don't want to be annoying. They don't want to like be the person to be like, oh, can you take this out and just feel uncomfortable doing it? Do not feel uncomfortable. These it, They are so accommodating now because there are so many people that have allergies. There's so many people that are changing their diet and their lifestyle. So ask away. Just be like, hey, I'd actually really like this dish, but can you take out the cheese because I don't I, I don't have cheese? So can you just make sure you take that out and maybe add some avocado to that? Just ask. They're happy to do it. It's, it's no different for them. They're not the ones even cooking it. They just have to put something in the computer differently. And if they have a problem with it, oh, well, they're still getting paid. You're going to tip them well. So whatever. Like, don't be 
afraid to ask for accommodations because they are so used to it, especially now. They are so, so, so used to it. So number one, you are choosing restaurants. And if you're going out with your friends or your um, your partner or whoever, be the one to choose the restaurant. Be like, hey, uh, can we go here or here? Give them an option of like a Mexican or an Italian restaurant because you're like, I know these two places I could eat at, so let's go to these two places. Or not that I could eat. You could eat anywhere, but you know what I'm saying, where it's more conducive to what you're trying to get at. So you could do that and just and then you be the one to choose the restaurant. Make sure it's either Mexican, Spanish, Italian, or Asian. Number two is looking to always have some type of veggie there or a salad first to help with your digestion and to just make sure we're always getting in that fiber and those nutrients from the vegetables. Number three, looking at the appetizers in the sides section. That's where a lot of times will be a lot more easier to find things that will be conducive to you if you are dairy and gluten-free. Um, and then again, number four, don't be afraid to ask for accommodations. If you see an entree that looks really, really good, but it has a few things in it that you don't want to eat, just ask them to take it out. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, it's already made. And then that's where you could run into some issues. But a lot of times they'll be like, sure, no problem. I'll take it right out. And lastly, this is lastly, enjoy it because food is meant to be enjoyed. It's for, it's for fuel. The whole experience of going out to dinner isn't just for the food. It's for the connection that you're having with the people that you're with. So I, to be straight up, I used to get a little anxious about going out to eat when I first started changing my lifestyle, especially if I wasn't the one that chose the restaurant. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to be able to have here. What if I can't have anything? It's not organic. I'm eating only organic. I don't want to get these pesticides. Like I could, I was very easily going down a big rabbit hole. I'm being way too strict on myself in the beginning. But what I learned was that is not helpful. Like it's just as important to enjoy what you're doing and to enjoy your life and have meaningful relationships and conversations with people and enjoy going out and spending time together, especially now when like, you know, it's been a really long time since we were able to really connect with people. So if you are able to go out to eat and enjoy it with somebody, enjoy it. And with the organic piece, because obviously I'm so huge on eating organic because the pesticides are just like so horrible to your health. If you're eating in, most of the time, like during the week, if you're mostly eating all your meals in and you maybe you're eating out one to two times a week, don't worry about it. It's 80-20. You're not trying to be 100%. That 20% of the time that you're having non-organic food, it's not going to make or break you because you're eating so much other organic, really healthy foods all the time or most of the time, not all the time, most of the time that it's fine. And like when you go on vacation, if you're doing that, starting to do that now, don't let it freak you out and be like, oh my God, everything's going to be ruined. Like just enjoy it. We get so structured. Well, not we, maybe you don't, but I, it was something that would get very structured, very regimented. I'd get real freaked out and anxious about stuff. But then I was like, it doesn't matter. Like uh, just do the best you can and enjoy whatever you're doing. So I just hear so much all the time by clients and just people who are DMing me that they're anxious about eating out. And that just like breaks my heart because I've been there. I know what that's like and I don't want that for you. So I just want these tips to help you a little bit and to make you feel a little bit more comforted and be like, oh, okay, I could do that. That's doable. But also not to feel like you have to be restricted and like you, you know, you can't enjoy yourself when you're out. I want you to enjoy yourself in every day of your life. I want you to enjoy what you're doing. So just have some comfort around that and know that you can stick to your lifestyle when you do eat out. There are a lot of accommodations now. There are a lot of options. And if there's a day that you can't do it, okay, 
no big deal. Start tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day, right? So that is my message for you today. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, Mind Your Hormones 101 and Honor Your Cycle are about to be open for registration. They are opening on March 29th, so super soon. Um, If you are interested in, in them, let me give you a little breakdown quickly of what each of them are about. So the first one, Mind Your Hormones 101, is my signature program. It is 12 weeks long, and that is where I'm really teaching you how to have a sustainable, long-lasting, healthy, hormone-healthy lifestyle. Like we're really setting down the foundation of that so you can have long-term results because you can't build a house on a shitty foundation, right? So you really got to get those basics down. We're really addressing your root cause. What is actually going on? What is causing all these symptoms? Because if we're constantly just treating the symptom and not treating the cause, you're missing out on it. It's just going to keep coming back. So that's what we're doing in the first one. Real brief overview of it. In Mind Your Hormones 101 and in Honor Your Cycle, the second one, that one's eight weeks long. And that's where we're syncing your life to the phase of your cycle. We're syncing up your nutrition, your lifestyle, your movements to each phase of our cycle because we have four phases to our cycle, which a lot of people don't know about or we don't know enough about because we were never taught this stuff. And your brain and your hormones literally change throughout the month. And if we are not supporting our nutrition, our movements, our productivity, our lifestyle to each phase of our cycle, we're missing out on like the magic that we are as women because it is like the things that change in your life once you actually understand what's going on in each phase of your cycle and how things are changing and how you can fully support yourself and what your body needs for each phase. It is a game changer. So that's on your cycle. If you're interested in either of them, you could text me on my text list. The link is below in the show notes. If you know which one you're interested in, text MIND if you're interested in the first one, Mind Your Hormones 101. That's the one where we're setting down the foundation of a hormone-healthy lifestyle. We're addressing your root cause, really like diving into what negatively affects your hormones, how to positively support it, how your mind and your body is connected. Like We're really doing all of that stuff there. So text me the word MIND to my text list. That is in the link below. And if you're interested in honor your cycle to really syncing up your cycle, like your period is regular. You have to have a regular period to be in that one. Text me the word honor to my text list. And also, if you're not on my text list, the text lists are, are the first people to know when doors are opening on March 29th. So doors will open for everybody on March 29th. But if you're on my text list, doors will be opening on March 28th for you guys. Okay, so you get a full day head start and the programs are already 25% full, each of them, just from people hopping in early who were interested in it, heard me talking about it, and they snagged their spot early. And I do only accept a specific amount of people. So if you want, if you definitely know you're interested and you want to hop in, make sure you're on my text list so you can get a jump on it before I open it up to everybody else on social media and all that stuff. Um, and the link is below. And if you're not interested in any of this and you just want to connect with me in another way than on this podcast, you just want to get texts to your, to your phone. They're free. Um, hormone, health, and mindset tips throughout the week. Just sign up for the text list. That's totally free. You can just text me hi, whatever you want, and you can be added to that text list um, just so we could connect in a different way other than here or on Instagram at Corinne Angelica. So I am super excited for it. Cannot wait. Thank you so much for being here. I absolutely love 
I just love connecting on this podcast. It's like one of my favorite things to do. And I'm just so grateful that you all are loving it so much and you're learning so much and you're binging on it. It's like, oh my God, it's so crazy that I'm in your ear while you're driving or while you're doing laundry, emptying the dishwasher or going for a walk or maybe you're showering, doing your makeup. Like it's so cool to me because I'm such a podcast junkie that I'm always listening to podcasts and I'm like, oh my God, my voice is like going through someone's house right now. It's like so wild to think about, but I so appreciate you being here. Um, Definitely reach out to me if you have any questions about anything, if you have any podcast topic suggestions, any of your takeaways. I love talking with you and seeing where you're at in your life. So it really just helps me create more content that you vibe with. So thank you so much as always for being here and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.